0: Series 2, Episode 10, Defining Wisdom with the Divine, Part 2.
1: What is wisdom? What does that word even mean? How can we implement wisdom in our everyday lives? Psychiatrist and executive coach Dr Sunil invites you to join him on a transformational and sacred quest to experience meaning, purpose, and fun in both your life and work. These podcasts will not only empower you to wisely navigate through a confusing world, but to grow in body, mind, and spirit, which will ultimately have us dancing with wisdom.
0: Hello, and welcome to the Dancing with Wisdom podcast with me, Sonora Hager, as we invite you to join us on this quest to make sense of life. Uh, my
2: name is Elliot Frisbee, and I'm just the mere student in all of this. And uh, <laughs> I, I ask questions, and hopefully, we'll go away with a little bit more wisdom, which is definitely happening. Um, now, the last one, last podcast we did, we were exploring defining, uh, defining wisdom. wisdom within the divine. And we both finished the podcast, didn't we? And we, we have stuck to our time schedule with these, you know, so yeah. people can have them in a break or a, a lunch break. And we we're both kind of like, it's not finished. We we've got more to say here, yes. and there was some loose ends. I think you referred to it, loose ends that need right, to be tied. right. Yes. So why is it that you want to
0: continue this uh, I think, podcast? Yeah, because I think defining wisdom with the divine is so fundamental to this whole quest for wisdom. Because wisdom is not just about solving problems that I'm struggling with; it's much bigger than that. It really does impinge on questions like, why am I here on this earth? What am I called to do? What is the purpose of my existence even? And you can't not include questions about God when you talk about that.
2: So I'm just going to just ask a question here. Are we trying to convince people to go and follow God? Or are we saying to them, go and try and seek wisdom and... The way of ultimately finding wisdom is just spend a bit of time exploring the journey to God. Yeah.
0: Well, presumably you're all adults listening in, so or watching, um, and some young people, I'm sure, as well. You're on your own journey, on your own quest. But hopefully, what we're sharing here will be useful to you in your own quest. The nature of wisdom is is that you're looking for solutions and answers that are outside of yourself, and in any field, even the most intelligent and, most, and the greatest experts in any field will, will tell you that, that, that they only know a small percentage of what there is to know. So when we talk about God, we're talking about the one who is the ultimate source of all wisdom and is the one who has the greatest understanding. We're not trying to get into some kind of religious dis- discussion or argument about things. We're trying to look at this of the fact that we are finite creatures who are here for a fixed length of time and the secular world that we live in has I mean I'm going to use strong words has indoctrinated us conditioned us
2: indo- indo- <laughs> <laughs> indo- yeah, it, well,
0: conditioned us on. yes conditioned us to believe that this life is all there is and even someone who claims to have a faith in God, I find that that thinking still infects me as well. And it's very easy for me to feel that only this life matters and then nothing happens after that. And yet all religious teachings, people across the world, across centuries and, and places, all have the same conclusion, except for our small blip in world history, think that life has consequences and that there's much more to life than what we can see.
2: All right. So I'm talk- us, okay. Yeah. So when it comes to wisdom, mm. a lot of people rely on what they hear. We, we've covered that, you know, like on on television and, and yeah, things like yeah. that. That's what I do. And one thing that you hear a lot from the powers that be mm-hmm. is, you know, say God bless America oh. or in you know in here God bless us all. Yeah, okay? Yeah. So we hear the the world leaders, I said that loosely, all right, yeah. saying God bless us all. They're using that word God, okay? Yeah. So suddenly, if you think that we are relying on their wisdom to run the, run the planet, but they are referring to God, they're even bringing that, bringing that in. But my question is, even though they're saying it, are they actively supporting us yeah. in our seek of wisdom with the divine?
0: Yes. And what I find fascinating, I mean, I, I get what you're saying there. What I find fascinating is when I go to the biblical scripture, is that the Bible talks about world leaders, kings, and there's the Pharaoh in, in the book of Exodus. And what's fascinating is that it shows the inconsistencies. It shows the mistakes, the failures that they make. Whereas obviously our world leaders often like to try to hide behind their mistakes or pretend that they're not there. But the reality comes out.
2: In what? In how so?
0: So what am I getting at? What I'm, I'm getting at the fact that, we learn from their mistakes and, and the Bible is very clear about decisions and choices that they make and the consequences that result from those choices. And so you begin to see the big picture of where things are going. So you have Pharaoh who, who refuses to bow down to the God of the Hebrews and Moses keeps going again and again. And you see because of Pharaoh's stubbornness and pride and his arrogance, that ultimately judgment comes on the Egyptians. So
2: when you say judgment will come, how, so, so I I don't necessarily think that, you know, say Boris Johnson, who's who's the current prime minister necessarily wants to do us bad, you know, and like, but, but the thing is, there's going to be people in this country who are saying, he's doing a really, really terrible job, you know, without having the wisdom of knowing what everything's going on behind the scenes. So, so I, I said this the other day, I was like, you know, about COVID, for example. Yes. They're saying, you know, why hasn't more been done about COVID? I'm like, well, yeah, I, I'm sure there are better ways. And in hindsight, it's very easy yeah. to say that. But at the same time, I'm sure that he's still trying to sort out, you know, well, things complex. like. It yeah, I'm great. sure he's still trying to sort out things like, um, you know, attacks and, uh, you know, on, on the country and then and yes. terrorists, you know, things like that. I'm sure that's all going on still. Absolutely. You know, so they're, they're doing the best they can. So, but what? So let's just say what so what is that judgment you're you're referring to
0: oh sorry so we're going off in a different direction here but that was in a sense of the judgment on on, on the egyptians and them, and then the israelites as it were going from slavery and, and finding their freedom and then there was there were plagues and there's the ultimate death of the of, of the firstborn that was the judgment that was there and ultimately obviously pharaoh lost out basically that that's in that context but what you're also referring to there when you're talking about, you know, the Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, is this issue is that we all like to think if I was in power, I was in control, I could do a better job. And yet, you know, world leaders need, need wisdom because they're, for, you know, they're fallible human beings who are trying to do the best they can from how they see, and they're going to make mistakes. Because
2: one thing that keeps popping up in my head is about the solitude, the meditation, the mm.
0: prayer.
2: Yeah, that, that comes up a lot. Yeah, and yeah. it's really important. Do you know what? Even my, my youngest, who's five, um, yeah. does something called Peace Out. Have you ever heard of that? No, no, what's that? Like? It's great. It's for kids. It's a little. It's a little piece out where well, five minutes where you, you they watch this they're on the screen and then the, someone tells them to close their eyes and then they imagine that there's a balloon going up right. and it takes you into that point of um, solitude. You know, separating yourself from yes. the phrase, well, which I think is brilliant. I am so really? happy that happens. So it
0: takes you. and So what it's, it's doing, it, it's putting you into, into what psychologists would call a flow state. Is that you're you're neither aware of. What's, you know, you're not aware of the past or the present. or you're, only, you're fully in the present, as it were. You're not aware of the past or the future, and you're totally lost in that experience.
2: Which could potentially be where wisdom lies. Because if you think about it, if you overanalyze something, yeah. is that wisdom or is that you overthinking? Yeah. And if you're going with your feelings, that could potentially be, well, how has my day affected my feelings today? Yes. It could be a bit ugly. Or it could be really over the top joyful, okay. Mm-hmm. But in the middle somewhere, is that where wisdom is found? Because if I meditate, when I come out, I ha- I, s- I have clarity, and often and it's, and often first of all, they say that creativity comes best to you in the morning. Now, I'm a songwriter, and creativity comes best to me in the mornings, yes, or late in the evenings when you're fresh, well, when yeah. It's, yeah, fresh when it's just dis- when you're disconnected, yes, it's, the days happened. I'm suddenly deflated, and that's why you can't write, you have writer's block, when you've got an active mind. Yes, you
0: you're, see. You're, you're overthinking things, yeah. So does wisdom lie in the middle somewhere? I always hesitate to give a definite, yes, it can, but wisdom is also found in the hurly-burly of difficult relationships. I, I'm found...
2: going to take that, by the way, hurly-burly, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a cocktail. I'll have a one hurly-burly,
0: please. <laughs> it's found in, 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 in all that sort of the confusion of complex relationships as well. So that's certainly not a place where you're, as it were, in, in the zone kind of place necessarily.
2: See, because what I'm trying to discover, okay, mm. as the student over here, that what, I, what I'm trying to discover is, let's just say, now I like to think that I'm on a good place towards wisdom anyway. I, I like to think, and I'm constantly learning, but I like to think that, that I, I can not always, but sometimes acknowledge it. Yeah, And go, right, I'm going to hold on to that, you know. And I like to think I, I try to make good decisions as best I can, not always,
0: mm-hmm.
2: never always. But but there needs to be a starting point. There needs to be a starting point for people to actually say, okay, I feel like I am receiving wisdom here and know that it's a good choice. And I think that talking about the defi- the divine, yes, then that is a peaceful, loving feeling. Are we saying that, right, if you find yourself having a moment of clarity and you've got this nice positive decision or thought that pops into your head is that wisdom from the div- divine and should we be looking out for
0: more of that you Yeah, see what I mean, i'm saying it, i mean it, it certainly be part of it the only sort of hesitation i'm giving is that feelings can can be deceptive that's all i'm saying and just just to be careful about that that's
2: uh, but but you see i would personally argue that your feelings your first initial feeling towards something is going to be much more reliable than what your brain thinks of it. Because people's brains, okay, are molded depending on how they grow up in their walks of life. Depending on what kind of education, what their parents are, what their peers say, what they watch on television, and so on and so on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And But when you've got a feeling, I've I've just met you for the first time, say, Sunil, I've just met you for the first time. Okay, I'll get a good feeling off this guy. Yeah? Nine times you're right. Or you get a feeling, you just start. I, I, I don't want
0: to I don't want be sure that about person. that. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting, actually. Yeah. Because are we touching on the subject here of emotional intelligence as well? Because emotional intelligence and wisdom do overlap. Emotional intelligence, I think, is, is, a, is a modern phrase for wisdom. Uh, you know, by Daniel sorry, Go- say that
2: again. That's that, sorry. Emotional
0: intelligence is very similar to, to what wisdom is. Not, it, it overlaps a lot. Okay. And there's a guy called Daniel Goldman. He's written a book uh, that became a classic um, in the last 20 years or so called Emotional Intelligence. And that's the ability, you know, it, it talks about there's different levels of intelligence, but the ability to recognize feelings within yourself and with others, the ability to manage your relationships and to manage yourself, um, to get on with people. Uh, to, to, that, the only thing I find lacking with emotional intelligence is that it, it doesn't include this aspect of the divine. That's where I feel it's it's lacking. Otherwise, it's a very, it's very, very helpful. Enormously yeah. helpful.
2: It's just we're trying to define here. We're trying, we're trying, I I'm just I feel like we're trying to tie up loose ends, but yeah. we're almost finding more. more. You know, we're, we're trying to find more. So can so could you just in a very crass way to saying it, like, can you define it by just saying, be the best person you most possibly can.
0: We've said it in the sense of wisdom as timeless truths that connect us to the best version of who we are and who we long to be. That's mm. part of it. But wisdom is also, again, the Bible's is very clear, is wisdom is actually a person. Wisdom is found in Christ. Christ is the personification of wisdom, and he becomes our wisdom. And as we become a disciple, as we trust in him, then that wisdom comes into our with us. So we we are given, it says in Colossians, the mind of Christ.
2: So so okay. So going going with that. So because I'm thinking from some people's perspective, they'll say, well, to be honest with you, I wasn't brought up like this, and I don't really have having a hard time dealing with with um, just just Christ in general. So so, but do you know what? It wouldn't hurt whatsoever in going to read uh, Mark. Mark's Gospel, yeah. Mark's Gospel, and just say, right, why don't you just pick up a book and read a bit of it yeah. and just see where it takes you? And, of course, if you are struggling to read, because I did mention this before, if some of you have struggled to sort of um, read and, and get into this, you know, there are audiobook recordings yes, exactly. of, of the Bible as well. Absolutely. So Mark's can- Gospel...
0: Yes, there's a very good, there's there's an app called the Dwell app, actually, which basically goes through the Bible systematic, and so you can listen to it. So some people, and this is wisdom, for example, some people are more audio learners than they are readers. I mean, I love to listen much more than I do to read.
2: Yeah, I'm the same, yeah.
0: And so you have to find a a format that works for you uh, and a translation that works for you. I think what I want to get away there's this sort of semi humorous joke about. Being careful with the Bible. Because, you know, like some people say that that they like to, you know, imagine this is the Bible, they like to open on a certain page and then take that as God's wisdom for them for the day. So I don't know if you've heard, heard that story. So this um, guy says, okay, I'm, I'm just going to see what God says to me today. So he just opens the Bible randomly and he looks down on the page and it says, Judas went and hung himself. So he said,
1: okay.
0: <laughs> 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 he did, he did, just moves it away. So he, he opens it randomly somewhere else and it says, you go and do likewise. So, you know, <laughs> that, you know, the point being is 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 that sort of random hocus pocus kind of stuff, really. Almost like trying to be magical about it, being too mystical about it in that sense.
2: Do you know what I think? I think we need a defining wisdom with the divine part three. Oh, wow. That's why I think we should do it. And do you know what I think we should do it as an experiment? I, I think, so I've told you that I want to, um, one of my books to read this year is the Bible. Yeah. So, I should go away, and I've, I've, obviously I've read some of Mark's gospel, but I'm going to go back and read it and make sure that I've, I've covered it all, okay? Yeah, yeah. And then perhaps the listeners could do the same. Yeah. And then what we could do is we could actually just have a little discussion, okay, and Don't we'll get we some found. other people's opinions as well and just see as a starting point, is, is that a good starting point towards wisdom with the divine? Yes. Of of just even if even if you have a trouble with the concept of being a follower of Christ, yeah, yeah, you could have the the wisdom to have respect of at least just exploring it, so you've got the knowledge of saying I have now made an active decision not to be because i've read it and i think you might just be pleasantly surprised
0: in what you read in the way in the wisdom that you'll find in you know. the
2: wisdom that you find yeah, you know yeah, and so because you can't obviously you can't have a make a wise decision unless you've had the wisdom unless of finding out know, yeah yeah
0: and i think that's true because often people dismiss well we're talking about the bible here or biblical scripture without actually having read it themselves they assume they know what it says and i said you know it's one of the least read bestsellers that there is People just do not understand it, yeah. So we should certainly do a part three.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You no, know, no, we'll give it a bit of time. We'll give it a bit of time. And then, and, and then we'll do it. So, okay. So it's a massive one. And it feels to me that wisdom approaches people in different ways because we are different people and we have different ways of approaching yes. things. Yeah. But there is. it feels that there is a fundamental... Behind that whole learning, no matter what angle we come from, and that is from the greater being that has created all of the options. Yes, which ultimately is God. Yes, am I getting there?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's so. I mean, in in a sense, that's who we're talking about. That's the God we're talking about, who who ultimately sees all the complexity and chaos that's there. I mean, just I mean, there is a whole chapter in my book defining wisdom. With where, the where are we at here? It's about one two nine, isn't it? Yeah, uh, one, yeah. That starts at page whatever it is. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One two nine. Yeah, and in it, I go into into more detail about those three books—Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and Job—because you know, if you think like of of, of a diamond, there are different facets, different angles that you can look at wisdom from. Is this book out yet, Sunil? It's going to be out on, from the seventeenth of March, twenty twenty-one. Twenty twenty-one. Yeah. And
2: can I, will they be able to get a hardback copy? Because Absol- I've got my eyes on that, yeah, and absolutely. I really, really want okay. one.
0: So, there, yeah, so there's a, there, there, yeah, it'll be, it'll be out.
2: Okay, so the, can you just read us, uh, just to sign off it, read us a little bit from a little section from, guys um, great, great, great subheadings here Wisdom and Human Intelligence. Love yes, that. Yes, and
0: that's the one about, the, yeah, about emotional intelligence. there. So, okay.
2: can you read us, um, oh, there is a whole section on wisdom in the Bible. So, if you do get your copy or, or contact Sunil about this, it's it, page 142. Okay, could you just read us a little something from, from this chapter?
0: Yeah, I mean, what I'm thinking in, in a sense is about wisdom being found in Christ. And again, I'm, I'm quoting the single overwhelming fact. This is, this is this, I'm quoting Eugene Peterson here. The single overwhelming fact of history is the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. There is no military battle, no geographical exploration, no scientific discovery, no literary creation, no artistic achievements, no moral heroism that compares with it. It is unique, massive, monumental, unprecedented and unparalleled. The cross of Christ is not a small secret that may, be, that may or may not get out. The cross of Christ is not a minor incident in the political history of the first century that is a nice illustration of courage. It is the centre. The cross of Christ is a central fact to which all other facts subordinate. And I think this is what the point is about. This is, this is a wisdom not as we would think. A man dying on a cross in utter humiliation with everybody deserting him becomes the central point of human history. I mean, the cross is the most recognized yeah. symbol in, in, in the world, you know, you could argue. And yet at the time when Christ was crucified, the cross was such a, was such a symbol of horror. You know, it, using the word cross in the original language would have been like using a four-letter swear word because it was so brutal, so horrific It it was not something that you wanted to refer to. And yet that becomes the central wisdom of the Bible, which is foolishness to everybody else.
2: You know something that's popped into my head here? I I mentioned earlier on about courage, about courage to making that, you know, taking that step. And it popped into my head that I think that some people might be afraid to explore it. Absolutely, I think there are. I think that there'll be some people afraid because maybe they're feeling that they may be judged. Maybe the fear of being judged, and but by going to say referring to like Mark's Gospel um, as a starting point, something you, you would understand that you are forgiven. But maybe there is a fear there. So, maybe having the wisdom to just explore
0: it. Well, there is. I, what I do think, you think, That's something? Well, I think it's huge because. It, it, what Another it, podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. But what it means as well, you see, and, and you're, you're on to something there because the subject of God, and that's what, in a sense, what makes the, book, the Bible so controversial, is it isn't something that's just intellectual. It actually, it actually has a calling on me and on my life. And it means that I have to change. And the reality is, often I don't want to change. I mean, I always remember a fascinating conversation I had about, you know, it's a long time ago now, 10, 15 years ago, with somebody who was very interested in reading the Bible, and we had interesting conversations like we're having now. And then one day he suddenly changed. He became very um, antagonistic, and he started saying to me, you know, you can't believe the Bible; it's that it, 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 science has disproved it. All these things, which he which which were never issues before, and it was quite a sort of hostile towards me and I I had a good enough relationship with him to to challenge him and I challenged him I said what's happened something's changed because initially you were very interested you want to read it and now you're becoming very hostile towards me and I always remember the answer because it it brought such clarity and I mean I I mean I commend him for his honesty he said well actually there is he said he said I'm actually engaged in a lot of pornography and I'm enjoying it and I know that if I carry on reading the bible I'm going to have to stop and I don't want to so I said, well, okay, you know, you, 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 at least you're being honest with me about that. Because as he was reading it, the wisdom of the scripture was challenging his own wisdom.
2: Yeah. But there's the issue behind that on what's the escapism to be doing that in the first place. Yeah. I mean, in a sense, so not, there's, a, there's, an issue, there's another issue there Yeah, there's another well. issue behind. Yes. Because I would, I, would, I would ask, so the question I would have asked, you may have done it, well, the question I would have asked is, but would you like to continue reading the Bible? Yeah, and do you want to continue? And if the answer is well, yeah, I would love to, then you know, well, perhaps deal with
0: your issue yeah. you
2: stop you yeah, that's stopping you go to the Bible. Right.
0: But what was interesting was that he really did not want to engage, and he became actually quite hostile. Oh, wow, you know, because I think it was it was getting too close for comfort.
2: So we need to be wise to make the right decisions. Yeah, or. we need God's
0: grace, is what we need. Okay, well let's wrap let's wrap it up there. Let's uh, part two. Wow. Um, So defining wisdom with the divine, part two, as you said, we've, in a sense, we're directing people to chapter seven. Um, That really explores this in much more depth. So I I would commend that to you. But the key thing is that you cannot make sense of this finite world without an infinite reference point. And I think the one who epitomizes that best of all, gives us the essence of wisdom, is Christ himself.
2: Mm. Great. Well, let us know your thoughts. Uh, leave your comments below if you're watching on YouTube. And, of course, get in touch with us uh, directly. And if you're watching a podcast, um, if you're sorry, if you're listening yeah. to the podcast, if you're watching a podcast, if you're watching audio <laughs> do, uh, please do hard, leave a nice yeah exactly yeah. please do leave unless you do what I do for a living unless, <laughs> please do leave a, uh, a nice five star review and share it with your friends and how can you get a hold yeah how so, so
0: drsunil.com is the website drsunil.com for questions and comments yeah
2: perfect and uh, you can fire your questions over there and you can get hold of me Elliot Frisbee uh, Elliot at monkeynutuk.com and the monkeynut audiobook Instagram and Facebook post so Sunil uh, until you. part three yes, down, the
1: right,
0: line, down the line I'll speak to you soon.
1: Thank you. You've been listening to the Dancing with Wisdom podcast, presented by Sunil Rahija and Elliot Frisby. For details on the Dancing with Wisdom book and its accompanying workbook, please visit drsunil.com. If you know someone who would enjoy this podcast, then please share it, give it a thumbs up on YouTube and help it to grow by giving it a nice review. Life's challenges can diminish, define, or develop you. Which one will it be? Make sure you hunger for the wise one. The choice is yours.